Your girl is a homebody, so one of the best parts of the day for me is when I can come home, put on my comfy pajamas, get snuggled up on the couch, and enjoy something to drink while catching up on a TV show. The thing is, though, that I don't want to drink wine all the time because, though I love it, I'm no longer a huge wine drinker like I was back in the day. I have morning headaches and even inflammation to thank for that. So, to help fill that gap, I've been enjoying Recess Mood as a guilt-free way to unwind. Recess Mood really is a vibe y'all there are only 20 calories per serving no added sugar and it's infused with stuff i like including mood lifting magnesium and stress balancing adaptogens which really helps me to relax after a high energy day recess mood has four delicious flavors to choose from my personal fave is strawberry rose if one of your goals in 2024 is to drink less alcohol this is the way Give Recess Mood a try today and see how relaxed it helps you feel. You deserve a healthier way to unwind. Head to takearecess.com forward slash self-care and get 15% off Recess Mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast, a space where the healing, liberation, and well-being of Black women is centered and prioritized. My name is Bree Mitchell, and I am not only the host of the show, I'm also the founder of Brown Girl Self-Care as well as a self-care advocate. Here, I share tips, thoughts, and conversations that are cultivated to pour into your self-care cup. I'm so glad you're here. Let's go ahead and get into today's episode. Hey, hey, what's going on? Welcome back to the show. It's your girl, Bree. You're, what am I calling myself these days? You're introverted podcasting self-care bestie. (laughs) I got to get that together. I'll have it right next time, I promise. So first and foremost, okay, I just want to say that I hope that this Monday morning is off to a good start for you. I'm hoping that you're feeling blessed. I'm hoping that you're feeling encouraged. I'm hoping that you're feeling, you know, abundant and confident that you're going to just take on the world this week and that you're just going to be your typical amazing self as you do so, right? I just want us to be fired up. Like something about Mondays, especially when I was working like a nine to five, I hated Mondays. I didn't feel confident. I didn't like myself some days. I hated getting out of the bed. I, it was hard for me just to kind of like get up and, and feel good. So hopefully you're having the opposite of that, you know, that this Monday is treating you well. So let's go ahead and talk about this episode. I want to talk to you about having an emergency self-care plan. So if you're anything like me, and I know that there are some people out here that are like this, as you may or may not know, like if you've been listening to the show for a while, or you've been kind of like you're part of the Instagram community or the Instagram family, you know, every time there's an earthquake, you know, your girl... She'll post, that is me, I'm your girl. I'll post something on Instagram saying, you know, is y'all okay or is you okay? (laughs) Excuse me. Uh, Because we do have, obviously in California, we have earthquakes here in Southern California. 
And it's just like, okay, that came out of nowhere. But really, it's not out of nowhere. When you live in California, there's at least a few things you should just come to expect. First of all, Southern California or California is just hella dry. You should know that already. It's hella dry. Second thing is um, the traffic is hella bad. Actually, there's four things. Let me go back. Let me rewind the tape. There's four things about California you should know. If you ain't never been here, you ain't never lived here, you ain't about that life. (laughs) So the first thing is California is hella dry, okay? The second thing is we got hella traffic, okay? If you live in, for example, in Long Beach and you got to get to Santa Monica because that's where your job is and you're supposed to be to work at 8 o'clock, sis, you better just go on and just uh, either sleep in your car overnight at your job or (laughs) you need to leave like five o'clock in the morning to be there on time for eight (laughs) o'clock i'm sorry that's just what it is um the third thing is that california is hella expensive is hella expensive man i'm like who where they do that at it's hella expensive and then the fourth thing is we got earthquakes okay so if you can't hang with the earthquakes don't come to california because that's what it is i just gave you the rundown of california in like four easy steps Bada boom, bada bing, okay? Um, But all kidding aside, even though those are not jokes, those are facts, okay? Those are facts. Emergency self-care, having a plan makes sense because if you are like me and you've gone through an earthquake or two, you would think, you would think that one would have an emergency plan, like a plan for an emergency. I mean, I kind of sort of have one. I know, I'm not being very responsible, but I guess since I've been here all of my life, like, it's just like, eh. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it is what it is, you know what I mean? Um, and actually, I do have some emergency stuff, don't, don't get me wrong, I do. However, I think it's time for me to really revisit my emergency plan for me and my, my little family here, but got me to thinking about like emergencies emergencies having an emergency self-care plan because what you don't want to do when there's an emergency right is be scrambling fumbling um not knowing where the flashlights are the batteries or you know not not knowing where the water is or you know oh man i I wish i would have stocked up on you know a few cans of food because we might need it for the next couple of days, you know, that kind of thing. Like just having like a backup plan, like in case of emergency, where are we going? Where are we meeting? Are, you know, are, are we keeping the phones charged? Man, Southern California Edison, and, and this was like <laughs> Southern California Edison, like in my neighborhood for some reason, like a couple of months ago, they cut, like, I don't know if someone hit a line or, I, I don't know. The power just went out for parts of this neighborhood, right? My cell phone wasn't charged. And usually my phone, I'd be trying to keep it charged, but my cell phone wasn't charged. Look, I was burning candles in here because I didn't know where the batteries was. Like, it was just, I mean, I, I won't say that it was a mess, but, man, just to not even have your phone to be able to reach somebody, like, you don't think about those things. Like, oh, this will never happen, but they cut, the, the power was cut, right? So you would think I would have learned my lesson. Do you know that the power went out again, like, maybe two weeks later, and I was in the exact same situation with the phone was not charged, and I even have, like, a backup battery for my cell phone 
you would think that I would have charged that up in case of emergency after the first time the power went out, right? Nope, didn't do that. So it's just like, okay, girl, okay, get get your life together. <laughs> but that is all leading me to like this emergency self-care plan. So I was kind of thinking about that. And I think this is important, you know, for all of us, because at some point, many of us are have been or or you might be right now right hopefully you're not but you might be but a lot of us we are we end up being in like survival mode and like i mentioned in maybe like an episode or two ago like that is not where we were meant to reside that is not where we were meant to live like that's like a temporary kind of thing or it's supposed to be it's supposed to be right but i think that sometimes for a lot of us, we, we are just in, like, we're running on autopilot. And sometimes autopilot is a good thing because our, our brains, you know, we love routines and habits and patterns, especially when they're healthy ones. We we love that. It conserves energy. We ain't got to think about it. Like, listen, don't come to my house and uh, think that you're just going to get comfortable and I'm going to find something for us to watch really quickly. It's just not going to happen because time and time again, the facts, my receipts have shown that like I waste so much energy trying to find something new on TV to watch. And it, like I said, it just takes so much time, so much energy. My daughter's like, I give up. You get no, you're getting on my nerves. Pick something, mama. Pick something. Put something on the TV, please. And I'm scrolling through Hulu. I'm scrolling through HBO Max. I'm, I'm scrolling through Netflix. I'm scrolling through. I'm just scrolling, child. I'm just scrolling and wasting all this time and energy. And by the time I find a show, I'm exhausted. I don't even want to watch TV no more. My brain has had to process so many pictures and titles and shows and it's exhausting is my point. It's exhausting. So like I said, our brains like thrive on routines and habits and patterns and things like that. But kind of getting back to my point, like just having an emergency self-care plan in place, like something you don't have to think about, like you just like with an emergency plan, right? We know what it is. So in case something happens, I ain't even got to think about it. This is what we doing. This is what the, what, what the, the routine is. This is how it's going to go down. Saving time, saving energy. You ain't got to worry about it because you're already processing other things in a time of emergency, right? And that's why I feel like we need to have in our toolkit, if you will, as we're learning to be more resilient and we're learning how to cope you know, and things like that. Like we need to make sure that we have an emergency self-care plan in place. And this is something I, I know I'm being a little pushy, but I did say, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm your self-care bestie. I'm a self-care pusher. Like I want you to work on this this week or, you know, in the next couple of weeks, like this is serious business. Because again, like I said, a lot of us are in survival mode. We're on autopilot. And, and, and sometimes it just takes like one more thing to happen. <laughs> just one more thing. And I've been there, you know, just one more thing. And it's just like every, like all the ish, it just hits the fan. And then you're scrambling. You're just feeling out of, so- like, it's just, it's just like the perfect storm, if you will. You know, so having an emergency self-care plan in place as we are making steps to um, 
shift from a place of survival mode to we're fully, we're, we're thriving. We've got our, you know, we, we're taking care of ourselves the way that we deserve. Just, just all of that kind of stuff. We need an emergency self-care plan. So I'm going to give you four things that I want you to think about while, as you're devising this plan. And I think I want to do a part two episode of like things to put into your self-care toolkit, if you will, or your self-care emergency kit. But that'll be on another episode. I didn't want to make this episode too long, okay? But I just wanted to give you like four things to think about as you're starting to put your emergency self-care plan in place. And again, you're doing this because there is going to be I hate to say this, but this is this is facts. This is truth. There is going to be something that pops up. Right? There is going to be something. Like life is not just like this flat terrain or if not flat like only highs. There's going to be some low points too. There's going to be some things where we're going to just feel like out of sorts and like you know what I mean? Like so we we I think would better serve us to be prepared. Not that you are going to be in full control of everything. I'm not saying that, but you will have a little more sense of control a little bit. And that helps sometimes too, right? Like if you already know, okay, I'm prepared. I'm kind of prepared for this. All right. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? So let me give you four things. I just want you to think about, and if you have your journal or a pad and pen uh, or something along those lines, perfect. Okay, it's okay to be skeptical and to question things that don't quite sound true. Like the time that I was dating someone that was trying to earn cool points. So told me he liked every single TV show that I did, but then couldn't tell me any of the names of the characters on these shows he claimed to love. Like, seriously, if something seems too good to be true, do some digging before you invest your time, energy or money. This is why when it comes to my health, I use Ritual because they know that every good skeptic deserves a multivitamin that exceeds our high standards. Their clinically backed essential for women 18 plus multivitamin has high quality traceable key ingredients in clean bioavailable forms. These multivitamins are gentle on my stomach and are so easy for me to take. It's crucial that I trust what I'm putting into my body. So I love that Rituals Essential for Women is USP verified, which is a huge deal. No more shady business. Rituals Essential for Women 18 Plus is a multivitamin you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com forward slash self-care. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com forward slash self-care for 25% off. Okay, so what do Gail Anderson, Oprah Winfrey, and Big Boy have in common? These are three people in media who back in the day showed me that my dreams were possible. These visionaries paved the way for me to take a huge chance on myself by sharing my voice in the podcasting space. Black representation in media didn't happen by chance. We had to fight for the right to be heard, to be seen, to share our stories, and to take up space. Imagine if you could have some of the power, richness, and depth of the Black experience in one curated space. You can. The next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, and empowerment, as well as perspective of the culture in real time. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. Conversations ranging from Abbott Elementary to mental health to Tracy Ellis Ross, 
There is no limit to the range you will find on Black Stories, Black Truths. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. So, I guess not in really any particular order here, but here's the four things that I want you to just be thinking about as you start to craft your own, again, this is your own, okay, emergency self-care plan. So the first thing that I would want you to kind of think about is like, just know what your triggers are. Know what your triggers are. And by that, I mean, like when things hit the fan, like I know for me, especially especially back in the day, like when when things hit the fan, like I would just blow everything up out of proportion. (laughs) Like this is honestly, I would just blow up everything out of proportion. And you might do that too. Like, when things are just kind of going haywire, like, I don't know if if it's just me, but I would, like, tell, I would, like, make stories out of things. Our brains love to make stories. I would just make stories out of stuff and just thinking all this, like, doom and gloom stuff, you know what I mean? Um, so just, in other words, know your triggers. Know what things, like, know yourself in an emergency. Like, what things do you tend to to make things mean like what stories are you telling yourself what things make you feel bad uh what things do you like tend to say to yourself or think about yourself when things kind of go sideways or you're in emergency emergency mode you know what I'm saying like you want to know these things you want to know your triggers so that you can actively work to combat those things and speak back against those things like if you uh or for example like if you know when you're in emergency mode that watching the news is a trigger for you and that it's gonna get you feeling really bad really angry like you don't want to go from like a 10 to a 20 right so maybe one of the things is okay I know my triggers during this time I'm not gonna watch the news or maybe one of your triggers is, again, like you tell yourself these stories like, uh, oh, you know, someone's going to be super mad at me, super angry at me about something that 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 when you don't even know if that's true. You know what I'm saying? So just knowing that you kind of tend to tell yourself these stories without really knowing all the facts or not really having all the information, like you can tell yourself, okay, now Brie, Brie, like as you're starting to tell yourself a story or whatever, you're making up this thing, Brie, we we don't have all the facts yet. You know, I'm just, it's okay to talk to yourself like this. We don't have all the facts yet. So we're just gonna, we're just gonna wait a second. We're gonna calm down. We're not gonna assume anything. You know what I mean? Or like if you say really harsh things to yourself and you start thinking those way those those things or or saying those things to yourself, it's okay to like put your hand up and say, "No, I'm not going to talk to myself like this. I'm not going to say these things about myself." Like knowing your triggers is really important. You got to know your triggers in advance. Like we're not going to wait till the last minute. We're going to think about these things now, right? The second thing is, um, I would say is to like know your resources. And I feel really bad that I didn't think to <laughs> include resources. Maybe I'll put them in the show notes. But like if you know that when you're in so, like 
I guess, crisis mode, like just knowing uh, resources, maybe mental health number lines that you can call, or um, maybe there's a book that you read that really helps you to, you know, get, get into a mentally a better place. You know what I'm saying? Like just knowing what resources specifically for you that you need that are going to help you during this time of, you know, self-care emergency. So again, all of this is personal, but you, you got to know what your resources are. Okay. Know where they are. Like if you need to make a list of numbers, you know, like mental health numbers, maybe the number to your therapist, maybe the number to your doctor, um, maybe there are some books on your bookshelf, you know where they are, or you have it on your audio, uh, excuse me, audible, like just whatever resources, you know, you need have them handy, know where they are. So you're not like fumbling and stumbling for them. Like for example, me looking for flashlights when Southern California Edison turned my lights off and turned off the lights in our neighborhood for probably about four or five hours. Like, okay. So I was lighting candles, child. Um, so know your resources and know where they are, okay? The third thing that I would say is know your people. Know your people. You cannot tell everybody everything. Some people are going to just pull you down into the muck. And when you're already in a low place, that is not what you deserve and that is not what you need. You did not sign up to be anybody's punching bag. You did not sign up for somebody to be like, girl, I told you, or and you know any of that nonsense. That's not what you need at that time. You need to know who your people are, the people that are going to have your back, the people that you can call at two o'clock in the morning because you're, you know, you're going through something at that time. Like, you know, excuse me, you need to know in advance who the people are with some sense uh, in your corner, Okay. So know your people, know your people, who can you connect with? Who can you reach out to? Who's going to have a kind word for you? Who is capable of praying with you and for you, right? So there's going to be some people that you should be able to lean into and, and don't necessarily just write people off automatically, Especially if you've not had that interaction. I think sometimes we're afraid to go to people because we're like, oh, I've got to be strong. I don't want to look weak in front of so-and-so. Listen, let me tell you something. Our mamas, our grandmamas, our aunties and them, they are the, like, they, like, I feel like it was rare to see, uh, like, I, I think I did see it probably a few times or maybe I've blocked some times out. But just to see, like, your mom or your grandma or whomever, like, quote-unquote weak, which I don't feel like they were. But you know what I'm saying? Like, quote-unquote weak. Like, man, they would go behind closed doors, hide and stuff. You might hear them crying a little bit, but, they, but they're not telling you what's going on, what the struggle is. Like, not that kids need to know everything, but what I'm saying is, my point is, it's okay for people to know that you're going through something. Everything doesn't need to be hidden. And we don't need to be so damn stoic all the time. Like, that's that's just what the world expects. Like, they don't expect black women to have, like, soft parts and, 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 and you know, 
just like we just gotta be like these strong I don't even know what the right word is I'm looking for but it's okay and it does not make you weak to be vulnerable to need a helping hand to need to reach out to someone to cry on somebody's shoulder to tell someone hey you know I'm not doing okay right now again not everyone you know needs to be in a part of your resource list and you already know what people those are but but for the people that you don't know like you know what I mean you never know who's gonna be like the resource that you need so make sure you have that on your list too you got to know your resources your people know your people um, the fourth thing that I would say this is the last thing is like know your sweet spot Know your sweet spot. Like, where can you retreat? Where can you go and just relax? Where can you go and just kind of like shelter or hunker down for a little while? It might be like for an hour or like a day or like a couple of days. So you can come back to yourself. Where, where, Where is your sweet spot? It could be in your bed. Like maybe you just, you know, you're like, damn, I'm going to just get in the bed. I'm going to go take a nap. Like, I just need a nap. I just need some rest. And I know after I have some rest, I'll feel much, much better. Or, you know what? I'm just going to get in the bed. I'm going to take my laptop. I'm going to put on, I don't know what you like to watch, something that makes me laugh or like a romantic comedy or documentary. If that just kind of helps you get out of the zone. Like, I'm just going to go to my bed and, and take these books, my laptop, take my tea and just, just, relax you know what I mean it could be you know it could be the gym maybe that's your sweet sweet spot you know what I'm gonna go to the gym I'm gonna get on the treadmill I'm gonna sweat you know what I mean I'm gonna go do they still say pump iron listen I ain't pump nobody's iron I'm gonna go lift some weights um it might be at the park I'm gonna put my skates on I'm gonna go and just skate I'm gonna get some sun I'm gonna go to the beach I'm gonna I'm gonna get in my car and take a drive for a couple of hours and just look at some sights like you know only you know what your sweet spot is but everybody has a sweet spot everybody has a sweet spot okay but I want you to know in advance a couple of places where you can go where you can just be where you can just be but these are things that we I want you to know in advance I want you to know these things in advance because when something happens and unfortunately since you know this is life things are going to come fast and furious sometimes if you have an emergency self-care plan in place in advance, that's like half of the game. That's half the battle right there. So knowing your triggers, knowing how you react in, in during hard times so that you can actively tell yourself, you know what I'm saying? No, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to beat myself up. I'm not going to listen to this voice that's telling me X, Y, Z. I'm not going to do this. You know what I'm saying? Knowing uh, what your resources are, okay, I'm going to call um, this hotline and see how they can help me or if they have a program or just have uh, 
have this book or these books. I know that they have helped me before. You know what I'm saying? Just knowing what your resources are, uh, knowing who your people are, who's got your back in advance, who can you reach out to, and they will not judge you. They will not shame you. They will lift you up in love and prayer and support. And also, again, knowing knowing what your sweet or where your sweet spot is. Where can you go? Where can you take shelter? Where can you take refuge? Where can you just be? What, what is that place for you? Those are four things that, girl, I just want you to think about. And please, I beg you, like, do it sooner than later. Do it sooner than later because you deserve that and you're worthy of that. You're worthy of having something in place that you can kind of lean back on or, or, or rely on or pull out. Maybe this is something you write down in your in your journal or, or you, you put it on, you know, make make a note, print it up on your printer, put it in your purse, put put one, you know, at your desk or just something. You know what I'm saying? So that way you... You already know what your plan is. Everybody needs a plan. Everybody needs an emergency self-care plan. Everybody. Even me, obviously. Of course me. Absolutely. And I, I have one. <laughs> I already know these things, but that's why I wanted to share it with you. Everybody needs and deserves to have an emergency self-care plan. Okay? All right. All right, so that actually is it for this week's episode. I'm so glad that you joined. Again, I really do hope that you are having an amazing, I was going to say amazing, an amazing Monday, that you are feeling blessed, that you are feeling favored, that you are feeling incredible, that you are feeling uh, just really good about this new week as we start to get into the holidays. I know for some of us, holidays means pressure, 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 but you know, I, I really do think that having this emergency self-care plan is going to really, really be a huge help from now, even beyond now and beyond, especially now with things that are starting to come up with the holidays and stuff. OK, so go ahead and work on that. Hopefully you will. So if you need to listen to this episode again, you can just rewind and hit play and jot these things down because I really want you to go ahead and put these things into place. All right. All right. All right. Well, with that, that is it for this week's episode of the show. I hope that you found this episode encouraging and helpful. I love it, love it, love it when you leave reviews on iTunes. So please, if you have a moment, take some time, leave a review on iTunes, leave a comment on iTunes that helps the podcast Um Something with the algorithm, child. I don't know the specifics, but I do know <laughs> that it helps. Every review and comment helps. So if you haven't done so today and you found that uh, or you find that this episode or this podcast helps you in any way, I would really love it if you uh, leave a, a five-star rating and review. And also make sure you share this episode with your sister and share it on Instagram, tag me. I I'm trying to do a better job of reposting the things that I'm tagged in, but sometimes I'll be honest, I don't get to them in time. And that 24 hour period when it's in stories, 
it has already come and gone. I'm just like, shoot. <laughs> I don't know what they posted. But I'm I'm, I'm trying to do better, y'all. I, I really am. I'm really trying to do better. But if you share this, make sure you tag your people. Tell them to listen to this episode. Ask them if they have an emergency self-care plan in place. If they don't, or if they don't even know what that is, make sure they listen to this episode. Like, make sure all the black women in your life listen specifically to this episode, all right? And uh, the final thing that I'll say is, in case you did not know, I do have some availability for self-care coaching, private one-on-one self-care coaching. You can email me at connect at browngirlselfcare.com, put coaching in the title, and I will circle back with you, okay? All right, so with that said, have a blessed week, have an amazing week, and as always, remember to pray, breathe, and remember that all will be well. I will see you on the, excuse me, see you on the next episode of the Brown Girls Self-Care Podcast.